0: you should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, a podcast that never says anything controversial or inflammatory or outrageous. We always, we are extremely podcastidential. We are very calm and cool and measured and thoughtful in our language, so nobody can ever, ever say that we flew off the handle or said something that's outrageous or accuse us of being some kind of a terrible person because that's the kind of people we are. Speaking of which, I have with me one of... The greatest most podcast idential people of all time it's the greatest podcast host in the history of podcasting It's Mr. Everett
1: Farnell! Oh Steve, thank you so much. listen, dear listener I, uh, I just want to ask you just a real quick question in passing before we uh, before we move on to the podcast today. Look we'll just cut to the table. Would, would, would you like to make a little more money? Would you like to have a few more sales? Would you like on to behalf of the of entire money? audience?
0: who really ought to be business owners and entrepreneurs, I'm just going to assume and answer, yes, Everett. Yes, well,
1: and and would you like to be able to do that with less time and less effort and less, less energy? So everybody can double their income by doubling their work, but what we want to do is we want to double our income and cut our work in half. So, so, I'm just wondering if that sounds good to you. I'm just, uh, I'm just wondering. Go ahead and keep listening. Uh, you know, let's put a pin in it, and we'll get back to it later. But I just want to plant that seed right now for you, dear listener. Aha! Uh, uh-huh. I podcast. see what you did there. I walked right into <laughs> it,
0: and I see what you did there. You <laughs> set a trap.
1: I did indeed.
0: You set a trap that later on we're going to fall right into and become your prey. And, dear listener, that's the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump because. If you're paying attention, which I know it's a full-time job to pay attention to whatever Trump is doing all the time, but I did happen to notice something that happened recently where he came out, and he put out, I think I'm pretty sure I mean, how else do he do things? I think he just put out a tweet and said, like, you know, this whole fake witch hunt hoax uh, which I'm paraphrasing, but these are like his favorite words, like this whole uh, impeachment, fake closed door behind the scenes." No evidence, no crime, no collusion, no uh, quid pro, whatever, this, that, whatever. Uh, All that thing is like a lynching. Oh, that set off the anti-Trumpers. Immediately, their, their, uh, their dogs were wagged by Trump's tail, as usual, and they immediately responded, just like he always gets them to respond and go off the deep end and go off the cliff and become apoplectic, and start coming out with <laughs> four hundred thousand anti Trumpers all over social media, all over the airwaves, all over the newspapers, all over everywhere. Trump's a racist. What a racially charged word. How dare he insult the entire African American community? You know, my grandfather saw lynchings and blah blah hoop ba 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 pa poop ba ba. And for like a day or two it's like how you know Trump is unpresidential. He's so sloppy in his language and a hoo and a ha and he insulted everybody and blah and Trump just sits there and takes it and hoo a ha nothing. And then, about a day later, because that's about how long news cycles last these days, right? They last <laughs> like one day of outrage and craziness. And then now that it all calmed down, well, now, suddenly, I'm seeing on social media, I'm seeing, like, on a, on a conservative uh, a guy putting on TV, uh, puts a, let's go into the Wayback Machine of 20 years ago, and 25 years ago, 23-whatever, And let's see what uh, Joe Biden, yeah, he's a swamp dweller. He must have been there 25 years ago. Let's see what he was saying about the impeachment proceedings against Bill Clinton. Oh, he said it was like a lynching. Oh, let's see what Jerry Nadler said, one of the leaders of the impeachment crusade. Oh, he said it was like a lynching. And so did a whole bunch of others, blah, 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 blah. And therefore... Trump, if you just said it was so racist and bad, I guess Jerry Nadler is racist. I guess Joe Biden is a racist pig. I guess Joe Biden is unpresidential. He's unfit for the office. Bing, bang, (laughs) boom, checkmate. You lose. And so, dear listener, in case you haven't been listening to the 180 or so episodes over the past, three plus years we've been doing this or whatever uh, coming out in the spring will be four years of the lessons learned from donald trump podcast if you've been under a rock somewhere you might believe that that somehow trump just sloppily said this term and then the next day magically it was unearthed all of this video of his primary opponent saying the same thing dear listener you got to know better than that by now it happened completely in reverse of course One of Trump's aides or supporters or anybody just happened to email over the cliff or come running into the Oval Office and say, I got something, sir, and said, look at this. Uh, While this whole hoax thing is going on, I decided to look at how the Democrats were railing against the Republicans going after Clinton 23 years ago. And look what I came up with. A few of them even called it a lynching. So let's put this out there, and we will show how Biden and Nadler and the rest of these people are using an awful word, and they're awful people, and Trump said, no, 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 no. Thanks for the research, and thanks for thinking you came up with something that truly is a little damaging. So, but Timo you have a long way to go in the Trump University world, because I'm going to put out <laughs> something and make that a hundred times worse, because I'm now going to say it first. So we're not just going to put out, oh, look, we found tape, of Biden using a bad word, ah, it was 23 years ago, was it really a bad word? We don't know it's a bad word. We need to do as Everett just did. We need to lay a trap. We need to have Trump come out and use that word, and then undoubtedly, like they always do, all the deranged, unhinged anti-Trumpers are thinking they're railing against Trump, but instead they're all being tied around Trump's little finger, and they're all going to come running out and post... That Trump is a racist, that's the worst word you could ever use. Only a racist could use that word. Only an unpresidential person who's unfit to run for office could use that word. Blah, 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 blah. And they're going to dig a humongous grave that they think is for Trump, and then we'll let them all go crazy for a day and own the news cycle, and everyone will be apoplectic and all over TV, and the newspapers come out, and you name it. And then, then, you We will swoop in the next day. Now you can put out your little videos. Now that everyone has said anyone who uses that word can't possibly ever think of running for office, now immediately you will publish the Joe Biden video of saying that exact word. Ready, set, go. And dear listener, (laughs) that's the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump. Sometimes when you find some information instead of just blurting it out, Use it to set a trap, as Everett did at the beginning of this episode. So I have to ask you, dear Everett, what is an example that a business owner could use to set a trap like this when they uncover some damaging information instead of just putting
1: it out? How do they set the trap? What we want to do is you want to elicit some level of agreement in the theoretical world from your prospect. So let's say in a sales call, let me make that a little more tangible. You're running a roofing company. Okay, or you're running an AC company or whatever. You're running a plumbing company, right? Anything has to do with water. This, this kind of thing will work on. So then you elicit some level of agreement in the beginning of, the, uh, in the, beginning of the, the, the sales call that gets the prospect to agree that moisture accumulation and thereby mold accumulation is a very serious topic and it can make you very sick and they don't want it in their house. And it's worth it's, any amount of, of, course, of money to get rid of Right. Right. So of course people aren't gonna say, No, no, I, I really prefer the smell of mildew over a nice <laughs> clean, you know, place. I I you know, I mean I, I wish the world we don't so, really so. care about mold. <laughs> yeah, so, right. So so everybody's going to agree that, yeah, no, we definitely don't want that in there. And then you're going to structure your sales presentation like nobody else does. Because now you're not talking about pipes or about AC or about a roof, you're talking about a health issue. And so you lay the trap by telling the person, by getting the person to agree that mold is a a serious health issue, and then when you show them that you are the only roofer, plumber, air conditioning, uh, HVAC guy, butcher, baker, candlestick maker, that's really paying attention to the fact that water accumulation is damaging and that uh, our water accumulation is, is bad for your health. So you're working to ensure that they don't have that issue in their house. Nobody else is working to ensure they don't have that issue in their house. Now you have laid a trap for the prospect where they've agreed it's serious. They've agreed that they want to make sure that it doesn't happen. And now you're the only person who does specifically make sure that that doesn't happen. And that's, of course, why you're a little more... Right, and now you more...
0: bring out the photo no. and or videographic proof result of your inspection that you had done. So whatever just described to exactly. your listener is, that the amateur, the non-listener to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, would do the inspection, find some moisture that's growing in the mold, immediately run over to the homeowner and go, look, we found some moisture. At which point the homeowner will go, yeah, okay, so you know, let so I'll, I'll replace the particle board in that little corner. See ya. I don't need to, blah, 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 blah. You know, you did not lay the trap like Trump did. You just blurted out the negative information you found. And sure, okay, yeah, that's that is that's a little negative. That's a little damaging. If they would have just come out first before Trump used the word, and just would have come out and go, look, Nadler used the word lynching. They would have allowed them all to go, well, times were different back then, and, and you know, uh, it was a slip of the tongue, I didn't really mean it, I apologize, and then life would have moved on. Trump says, no, no. If Trump was the AC guy, the roofer, the whoever, home contractor that finds that moisture, he would say, no, 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 apprentice. You don't just get, show them now. You're so happy to show them the results of your inspection. You found a little moisture. First, got to do like Everett Farnell suggested on the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. Didn't you listen to that episode? And the guy would go, gee, I must have not listened to that episode. Tell me about it. He said, Everett tells you straight out. When you find that damaging moisture on the inspection, you don't merely go running to the homeowner and show it to them. That's minor. You now get the homeowner to agree first, If there was any moisture in this home, it would be worth any amount of money to get rid of immediately. It's the most serious problem that could ever happen in a home, blah, 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 blah. And only then do you come out, voila, and you pounce with the inspection evidence that shows that he, has, the homeowners, have just agreed that that is the most serious thing that could ever happen, and they have to pay you money and get rid of it right now. And boom, end of story, close the deal, get the money, do the job, move on to the next one,
1: boom! And here's, here's the thing people um, people have a psychological need to be consistent with what they say. So it's very difficult. It, it, their, their self-image has to stay consistent. So once you set the trap, once you tie this into once you tie the, the, the idea of <clears throat> pardon me, once you tie the idea of something into their you know once, once they agree with you theoretically right so they agree theoretically that the mold is problem and of course you'll have to translate this into your individual business, dear listener. Uh, But once they agree, well, I mean, it it works for
0: doctors,
1: dentists, chiropractors, lawyers. It works for anyone. Just about anyone
0: can change any situation into a dire health
1: situation. Right. So once they have agreed with you, it becomes very difficult for people to then act in the adverse to what they've already said is true. To it to be blatantly, obviously. And, uh, uh, you know, laid, Blair, laid bare as a hypocrite. It's very difficult for people to do that to themselves. Um, so once you've laid the trap and once you've got their agreement, then they will be putting pressure on themselves. You don't have to put pressure on. They'll put pressure on themselves to move forward. Now, sometimes you'll get blamed for that pressure, and that's part of the advanced tip. We're going we're gonna to show you how to how to deal with that situation when you're in a position where somebody – starts to resent the fact that they may not... Well, they to feel manipulated. Yeah. yeah, they feel manipulated. So so in the advanced tip, we're going to teach you how to take care of that. Right, uh, and dear listener, you know, at?
0: as always, you go to Trump, com to get the advanced tip, but this week, as Everett is warning you more than ever, it behooves you to go get it because doing this inelegantly and doing it the wrong way can get you this resentment, and actually lose you the deal because the homeowners will now feel that you just manipulated them. Aha, why didn't you show me that inspection report first? I see what you did. You manipulated me. You know what? You're right. I do need to get the roof done, so I'm now going to go right on to by local whatever and call another roofer and get them over here because I don't like you. So to avoid that from happening... In other words, to lose the money that is rightfully yours from using this tactic, but doing it wrong and losing it, that's the advanced tip of the week. So head on over to Lessons Learned from DonaldTrump.com. You'll get the advanced tip of the week, and you will not do this incorrectly, and you will be constantly putting more money into your pocket because that's the whole point of being a regular listener like you are to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. So with that, we will bid you adieu for the week. Get over to the website and get back here next week for another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast.
1: You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner... Like Trump. Make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.